What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we return to Our American Stories. Up next, a story from West Mineral, Kansas, about something that can best be described as a pretty big deal. Here's Joe Manns with a story. What's Orange weighs about 11 million pounds and is literally the biggest attraction in Southeast Kansas. Well, if you guessed Big Brutus, you are exactly right. I'm Joe Manns, the general manager at Big Brutus. It is the most amazing job I've ever had. Obviously, I have the biggest boss, I think, that anybody has ever had. So so let's talk a little bit about Big Brutus and, and how it came to be. But we're going to go back in time just a little bit. Mining in Southeast Kansas actually dates back to the 1870s. What was done was below surface mining and it required a lot of people. So they hired people from all over the world. A lot of them were concentrated in the Balkans area of Southeast Europe. Now the Balkans area, it's Italy, Austria, Germany, Yugoslavia, England, Wales, Scotland, France, and Belgium just to name a few. So they were brought here because the mining underground was pretty much a thankless, dirty job, 
and it gave opportunities for the immigrants to come to the United States and make money. Below surface mining peaked in 1926, Kansas miners playing a key role in supplying lead, zinc, and of course coal that were needed during World War I and II. Above the surface was much safer, but to get to it, it was uh, anywhere from 20 to 40 feet below surface to get to the coal. How did they get to it? Well, they needed bigger machinery. And there was a rather ingenious fella in West Mineral, Kansas, who invented his own machine in the late 1920s to help that happen. That little shovel is called the Markley shovel, and it was an amazing piece of machinery considering there were no welding machines, barely any electricity, but the man designed this machine and uh, of course fabricated it and it went to work. Mr. Markley was a rather amazing man in that he had a fifth grade education, no formal engineering uh, training, but he dreamt up the idea of there's got to be a better way to do this. When the machine was completed, it was actually operated by two Studebaker car engines. Bigger became better because, well, there's got to be a more efficient way how do you do that? You make a larger machine. And when they got ready to design Brutus, what came in mind was the Markley shovel, which was literally operating about four or five miles northwest of where Brutus currently sits. And uh, they went and talked to the family and, you know, wanted to know if they could maybe buy the design. And the family said, no, it's it's not for sale. Uh, literally tried to buy the machine and they said, no, it's not for sale. Uh, literally offered the designer and builder a job to help design and build Big Brutus. And he said, no, not interested in that either because you don't really want me. <laughs> you want my machine and it's not for sale. The engineers then went back to South Milwaukee, which was where Brutus was designed and fabricated and got to checking in the design man that designed the Markley shovel and builder had not got a patent on his machine. Unfortunately, that's the way it was. And in the early 1960s, uh, they came back to West Mineral, Kansas and set across the section literally from the little Markley shovel and sketched it all out, took it back to uh, South Milwaukee, Bucyrus Erie, basically copied it and enlarged it, and voila, Big Brutus was born. Now, at the time it was born, it was literally the largest coal shovel of its size that was electric operated, and of course, the 90 cubic yard bucket. Now, Brutus's job was to take the overburden off of the top of the coal. The overburden is the dirt and rock that lie on top of the coal. To cycle, which is to grab a scoop, turn, dump it, and come back. That is one cycle. It could complete a cycle in less than one minute, which is rather amazing considering you're picking up 150 tons of dirt. By the way, the equivalent of 150 tons is roughly 18 full-size African elephants. 
I think that's kind of an amazing uh, factoid in itself. Now, Brutus itself is rather an amazing machine. Under peak operating conditions, you're talking about 15,000 uh, horsepower. 15,000 horsepower would power a normal city of about 15,000 people. The primary operating crew for Big Brutus, an 11 million pound machine, was three men. The three men to operate the machine were the groundman, the oiler, and the operator. So Brutus, in his career, dug about 11 square miles, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're digging 40 to 60 feet deep and piling the dirt beside you, you know, the equivalent of that. So if you could uh, start out Brutus from where he's at now and say, okay, head east, Brutus, and just dig as far as you can dig. I want you to dig me a, a pit 40 feet deep and just keep going uh, as long uh, as, as what Brutus actually ran. Where it would run you out is on the other side of the Mississippi River. Now, understand Brutus is about 30 miles from the Kansas-Missouri state line. And imagine it going well past that, all the way over to the Mississippi River. The uh, Big Brutus Museum, which of course is where Brutus is located, uh, he actually sits just behind the last pit that he dug. When they backed him up there, they knew that uh, Brutus was gonna get shut down. Brutus is a uh, significant part of uh, mining history in Southeast Kansas, a part of history which is all too easily forgotten because people, A, don't realize that it was here and actually a part of what went on, uh, and B, it's such a behemoth machine that people need to know it's literally an engineering marvel in itself. We're very fortunate that we have uh, a lot of the miners around that are still around that come out and share with people. And when we have visitors, they're just totally in awe of how big the machine is and uh, just try to wrap their mind around what it took to operate the machine. And when you tell them it, it literally only took three people to operate the machine, they're just totally awestruck. You cannot believe it uh, with a machine this big. Uh, so it's, it's very important for us to keep the mining history of Brutus alive because of what he did. But also we celebrate at the Big Brutus Museum the mining history for the men who toiled underground as well. The guys that uh, had really, really dangerous jobs because they're digging underneath. They would have uh, collapses and such as that. And that's one of the primary reasons why above the surface uh, coal mining became so important. So Brutus played an important part in preserving those folks as well. And a special thanks to Faith Buchanan for the pre-production, Joe Manns for telling the story, Katrina Hine for collecting the audio, and Monty Montgomery for the post-production. And what a story we just heard about a massive machine that cranks out 15,000 horsepower it's 11 million pounds in weight, and yet only three men are needed to operate it. 
And by the way, Big Brutus dug 11 square miles of territory, and that's at 40 to 60 foot depths. It's staggering to think that one machine could do that much work. And by the way, what it did was help power the industrialization of modern America. No small task. The story of Big Brutus, here on Our American Stories. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.